the city of New Orleans The Illinois Central Monday morning rail Fifteen cars and fifteen restless riders Three conductors, twenty-five sacks of mail All along the southbound Odyssey The train rolls out of Kankakee And rolls along past houses, farms and fields Passing trains that have no names Graveyards full of old black men And graveyards full of rusty old automobiles I'll be gone 500 miles when the day is done. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show this week. Joining us for the first hour, Missy Clifton, our host, Tom Dupree, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. Okay. Anybody that ever went to a summer camp that had an assembly where they would play songs at the beginning of the day, like I did, probably heard that song played. It was by Arlo Guthrie called the city of new orleans and this version is performed by the late great jerry reed who is probably one of the best guitar pickers that's ever been chet atkins certainly thought so and chet atkins was as good as they come and of course jerry reed was made really famous by his movies with Burt Reynolds, uh, Smokey and the Bandit, and some of the uh, other songs. There's also a song about Jerry Reed that he wrote a song called Guitar Man. And uh, Elvis Presley wanted to, you know, cut that song. And he did it, but they could not get the guitar part right they were in the studio in nashville trying to do the record and do the song and they just he elvis didn't like the guy that was doing it on guitar so they get a hold of jerry he's this is obviously before cell phones somewhere out on the cumberland river fishing and they get him and they bring him back to the studio because elvis wanted him to do the guitar part because it uh, didn't sound right until Jerry Reed did it, whose whose song it was. Anyway, those are interesting stories, and I love 
guitar picking. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings. You will find refuge. That's like the first three and a half verses of uh, Psalm 91. So we just got back from Houston uh, this is Friday. We got back last night. We went to call on a couple of companies that we go meet with the investor relations people, and they're typically publicly traded companies. It was very informative. Great visit. Also have some relatives there with whom we met. Um, I think that we've entered into an interesting time in the in in the energy industry. It's going to be uh, war for these companies to in in the face of the uh, ESG onslaught and the climate change onslaught and the 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 things that politicians babble about uh but i believe the good ones will prevail they figured out how to live uh in the shadow of um (laughs) disrepute if you will and yet still make a great profit the top three wealthiest people in houston are back to being oil and gas people for a while it was something else Anyhow, we flew on uh, an airline that is fairly well-known, um, United. And uh, I'd never really been a – I'd never flown on United Airlines before. Um, they very famously uh, required uh, no exceptions that all of their employees – be vaccinated against the COVID-19 uh, virus. It didn't matter if you had religious objections or any kind of health uh, reasons. You know, they made no exception whatsoever. I believe that was true, was it not, Missy? You, you kind of kept up on some of that. United required everybody to be vaxxed no matter what the deal was. I'm I'm not sure how to confirm that. I'm not sure. I mean, exactly. Uh, okay. Well, I remember it, and it. I know it happened. So I'm coming back, and uh, I, I start looking at their, um, at their uh, flight magazine that they produce, and I begin to all of a sudden notice that. This is an airline that has an agenda. I just confirmed that United announced in August it would make COVID-19 vaccinations mandatory for all employees, regardless of job duties. What year was that? 
2021 or 20? 21. Okay, so that's a full f- f- 16 months after the outbreak. Yeah, so they, they did that. This was written on November the 10th, 2021. Okay. So one of the things I start noticing, so, so you've got that heavy-handed approach to all its employees. Then I start noticing that they really have an agenda in this flight magazine. The lead story is uh, Billy Eichner on bros and the burden of representing an entire marginalized community. So what they're talking about is the, as they call it, the gay rom-com. I don't know what rom-com means. Romantic comedy. Okay. Gay romantic comedy. Uh, let's, there's a George uh george uh, clooney one coming out with julia roberts right that's a rom-com also right okay but uh B- billy eichner said yes but he doesn't have the burden of an entire marginalized community on his back so i know a lot of people that are um shall we say have an alternative lifestyle in that way and the ones I know are, are do not seem marginalized. I, I don't understand quite what the take is right there, but I began to realize that, and it wasn't just this, it was other things. It was stuff about climate change. It was the entire uh, progressive agenda, it, the way it served up, in this magazine so if you fly on united you are going to be subjected to really a number of little hints and it uh it had a thing uh to fly to georgia uh georgia which finds itself interestingly at the center of lots of political progress and i'm thinking yeah vote stealing I mean, you know, it's everything that would have to do with anything left-wing they are extolling in this magazine. Um, and I'm thinking, I ain't flying on these assholes anymore. <laughs> Screw this BS. Say I'm not, not going to have it. How you think it? I'm not going to have it shoved in my face. Okay, so... To circ- hell with it. I'll drive. Circling back around... In March of March 10th of 2022, there was another article. United Airlines will let unvaccinated employees return to their jobs this month. They had put a lot of those people on um, unpaid leave, and they said that United's uh, was the airline industry's first and strictest COVID vaccine mandate. Workers who received an exemption on medical or religious grounds were placed on unpaid leave. More so than- essentially fired. They can't earn a living uh, doing that. Yeah, so I just wanted so what, to. Is that on CNN? Who, who's, who, what's the news source? CNBC. Okay, well, that's going to be more left-wing than, than anything with an NBC on the back of it, where it's MSNBC or CNBC. So the the point I'm trying to make is you are having a lot of thinking decisions made for you these days. So if you choose to fly on United, and I, I haven't, they kind of took away these travel magazines during COVID. 
because nobody wanted to get icky cooties on their hands that might give them uh, COVID or some sh- stuff like that. You know, I, I, I tell you, I am, I'm, I'll have to walk before I fly United again. That's just how it is for me. Well, going back to your uh, the article that you had showed me from the magazine, which is on this bros, and to your point, um, it is a gay rom uh, romantic comedy, and it evidently has not done well. It's not the, done well. That's what I was going to say, just to kind of give a little. They're making I, it look like I, it's I, right, gone it's, with it's the wind like, coming out. Right, something that you need to go see. And and in in full disclosure, it's what is uh, billed as kind of a forward thinking <clears throat> R rated gay romantic comedy and it features a cast of the lgbtq actors um it was supposed to be you know it's it of course the the fanfare on it is um you know is something you need to see and it's funny um looking at so they're blaming by the way the failure of it on straight audiences not being homophobic and not wanting to go see let me tell you something. I can't go see the third installment. I don't go see movies. You know, if it's Star Wars, the next Star Wars, I'll be lucky if I go to see it. Something I really care about. And yet you're blaming this on me, and they play right into this. Right. Well, and <laughs> I loved it. When you're looking at, you know, you get on all of the different websites um, and the commentary of people that went to go see it. So, number one, these people went to go see it. They went to go see it because they wanted to see it because maybe they like, um, you know, Billy, you said Eichner. Is it Eichner? I don't know. Eichner, Eichner, whatever, the, the star of the show. Um, they want they wanted to see him. The, these people wanted to be fans. And it's funny, the, the best comment that I saw was, this isn't a bad gay film, it's just a bad film. And, you know, Tom, entertainers are supposed to provide products that people want. Good don't be companies. saying Tom. I'm, I didn't make the I, damn movie. I got movie. it, I got it, but... <laughs> it's, it's like you're lecturing me about it. This is... <laughs> This this is the law of supply and demand, and oh, and this been, you've been listening. This this <laughs> film failed to find popular support. People did not want. They didn't like what they were selling. They See, just here's didn't like the, it. Here's the problem I have with slapping an article like this right up in my face in this magazine. It's like you gave when when they gave Barack Obama the Nobel Peace Prize, like his first year in office. He hadn't even done anything yet. And they're already saying, you're getting the Nobel Peace Prize for just being Barack Obama. This guy's getting an article written. This article's getting written because of the fact that it's going to have a certain slant. It's got in-your-face graphic sexual scenes in it. Right. Big time. Big time. You, the... You know, this is like moralizing to the straight audience, which is going to be 97.3% of the people sitting on that plane. You need to go see this because this is a marginalized community and you need to understand this movie. And it's not even a very good movie. Yeah. I mean, and, and so I will not be lectured to by an airline that jams this uh uh, vaccine down its people's throats, and a year later, later says, "Well, I guess it wasn't that big a deal." You know, it it looks like it's over, so we're gonna sort of relax all that. Yeah, it's like give some me. These, they're, they're, some of these companies are actually, you know, not only paying, you know, bringing those those employees back that they said, you know, no, thank you, uh, you know, we we don't need you anymore because you know of of decisions that you made thoughtfully with you know 
informed consent, they're now also paying them extra for coming back. How would you like to work for somebody like that? Do you know that there are, let me get this right, Coast Guard people that were responsible for saving people during this hurricane that are three weeks away from getting fired because they didn't submit to the U.S. government's vaccine mandate, one of whom, Joe Biden, actually made a point to come out and say what a hero this guy is. The guy's getting ready to get fired because of Joe Biden's government's mandate. When you think about it, you know, getting vaxxed for others was always it was always the big push, you know, that you need to do it for other people. And that was the biggest lie. And Pfizer already admitted that they never tested on it for preventing transmission. It was never tested, never tested. So the new modif that's why they've had to modify the new message, which is get it so you won't get really sick and you'll stay out of the hospital, which, you know, at this point. So now if you're not going to, if you don't Those get ads it, run during our show. I know. I've tried. Well, I know I've told, I've I know. told, I know they do. I've told these people don't run this stuff. I understand. They, they, they just, it's, I guess they go in and do a big ad buy and they just run it whenever there's a slot but, and it runs during my show. But just notice how the difference is, is that it, the original message was do it for, do, do everybody, that. do it for everybody else. Now it is do it for yourself to keep you from getting sick. Sicker. So that doesn't, now it doesn't make any sense. Well, let me, I know, but let me go back to this point that I'm making. When you're sitting on an airplane, you know, the airline industry is similar almost to like a public utility. They are a thing that we use to go places. It's, they have a public service. I do not appreciate sitting on an airline and being lectured by some government approved or even more than that. It's like it's coming straight out of the U.S. Biden Commerce Department about how I need to think about lots of things that are very important to me. That totally pisses me off. And you know what? And, and I, I, I have no interest in using or patronizing a company that does that kind of thing. And I don't care if you're gay or straight or whatever. I wouldn't want it if they were shoving Jerry Falwell stuff down my throat or Donald Trump's latest uh, thing or, or something from Focus on the Family. I don't like being lectured to. And, and, and I don't like it when it's left wing or right wing. I like to be able to think. And, and if you want to show me stuff, some of it was about you know, different places. Well, they had one about Portland. Like they had this big feature about Portland. No mention of the fact that it's basically lawless anarchy out there. They made it look like you're going to freaking, uh, you know, uh, Fiesoli in Italy or something, you know, vineyards everywhere, all this beautiful stuff. No mention of daggone, uh, uh, what was it? The guys in black, it wasn't BLM. It was, uh, Antifa. Antifa. Yeah, no, no mention of all that. You know, it's like find the most left-wing screwed-up places and let's sell tickets to go there. You know, that's another thing they're lecturing you about. You know, you ought to be going there. Why? Because you should see all this. I don't know. What are you worried about the time? 
<laughs> you think you're, she won't? You're getting, you're getting all, you were getting all, 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 all geared up. So <laughs> I wanted to talk I about. I thought that PayPal. was the whole point yeah. of this. Well, you we got get another back, twenty-two uh, minutes. Well, I was going to say when we come back. All right, all right. Well, we, oh no, you got a little more time to fill. Yeah, keep PayPal. on talking. Come, come on, on, you got another right. minute. Do okay. an intro to it, Melissa. So, so this just this week was a little gaffe on PayPal's um, PayPal's um, policies and. Um, they they kind of got caught and got a little backlash, and I'll be happy to explain that <laughs> when we juicy. come back. Juicy. <laughs> it was good. It's going to be juicy. Well, I don't know. I, I just, listen, I, 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 I feel like if we don't push back when we're getting stuff jammed down, it's just going to keep happening. That's I right. don't care who wins the midterm election. They're going to keep doing it. It's, it's not going to, you know, just because you get, let's say, the Republicans take over the House. This is a much bigger culture wars thing than, you know, and, and I refuse to have this stuff jammed down my throat. And even even sometimes it, it, it seems never to happen to me when I don't know what's happening. I always, my hackles go up. I, it's All like right. I have radar for it. We got it. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton. We need to take a break right now, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. During bear markets, investors lose hope. Selling of both bonds and stocks seems at times indiscriminate. Part of that is because short sellers dominate. These are people who actually profit from stocks and bonds going down, not up. At times like this, it makes sense to look at your portfolio and dig deeply into research. Is it possible that some things you'd considered buying are really on sale right now? At Dupree Financial Group, we do equity research in bear markets as well as bull. If you would like for us to examine your investment portfolios and make recommendations, Call us for a no-obligation review at 859-233-0400. That's Dupree Financial Group at DupreeFinancial.com. Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show with 
Missy Clifton sitting in, our host Tom Dupree, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. More of Marty Robbins. Or I'm sorry, that was Jerry Reed with Marty Robbins, and that's a little medley. It's got several songs on it. And, you know, Marty Robbins, of course, had an incredible voice. Uh, remember, he did the song called El Paso. Um, and uh, Jerry Reed is just, gosh, I could keep listening to him for a long time because he was incredibly good. So you have this company called PayPal. A lot of people use PayPal. I don't see the real need for PayPal. I mean, I, I think if you're a business, you know, you could just go ahead and it looks like they've inserted themselves. I mean, if you're a business and you can't accept credit cards, why use PayPal to run through your credit card? I don't get that. Some people use it. Well, they've decided they're sort of a bank, and now they've decided they get to make policy on what happens with the business. So I read some things where they have actually frozen accounts of small businesses that might have done something that they thought was not according to their standards, their woke standards, and frozen money for weeks at times of little businesses that needed to have that business to operate. Where do they get the power and the uh, ability to do something? Well, you know why? Because a small business doesn't have a team of lawyers that they can go in and say, hey, give us our money. But it's individuals too. So this isn't just businesses. And to to for your listening audience, what, what happened was last week, PayPal updated their policies so that if you pass along misinformation, if you send, publish, or post anything that they, they feel is misinformation of any type, anything that they deem inappropriate, that they can find you and I don't mean fine, they can just take $2,500 out of your account. And of course, some people are like, well, I don't even have $2,500 in my account. Well, your account is linked to your bank account. It's kind of interesting. So they have decided to become a law enforcement agency. They should be, they should not exist anymore. Truly, that a private company now gets to decide to take your money over something that they decide that they disagree with is completely insane. So there was backlash. It, you know, it, it, it was, it was, uh, as I said, the policy was updated. Uh, people actually read it. They saw, you know, what was going on. And by this Monday, a company spokesman came out attempting to clear the air with the, quote unquote, the message went out in error, quote unquote, we apologize for any confusion. And again, let's, let's go back to, you know, this mis- misinformation and exactly what does that mean? And any said something they deem inappropriate. It would be, it could be anything along the lines of, I'm sure immediately people have, uh, as Elizabeth says, a bruise point, a, a touch point, something that, that triggers their immediate response and maybe it's not political or it's not you know uh for the you know a marginalized community or maybe it's um maybe it is as um as is typical as it could be wi- anything. women give birth yeah oh yeah 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 women yeah. give birth yeah or, yeah it could be that could um, be that could what it? is a woman 
you know, yeah. that, that that would be, that that's, Women. that you are stirring something up and that you are, it's that a that trigger would be, point, it's like a, a trigger point for misinformation. For somebody, yeah. Right. So, um, at any rate, so, so the, the company spokesman came out. All right. So that was, that was, that was on Monday and that's, that's kind of been, uh, that's been percolating. And now, you know, uh, we're at the end of the week, um, cause we, we are uh, recording this show here on Friday as it airs tomorrow and interestingly enough, it's still in there that the controversy, as I said, it had adverse effects immediately in social media. Um, the stock price dropped. Um, people, uh, the trending tags were delete PayPal, um, PayPal no more, um, all that stuff. But then they... There is still verbiage in the policy that says it's still up to them. So I think that that, that should be a concern for anybody. I mean, there, there's something that the breadth of the of the policy now still does not completely disclude that they can take uh, financial repercussions, uh, punitive, on your okay, account. So in other words. They didn't take the policy out. Not, not, not like, not like they're trying to calm it down and say. So, what, what they said the, 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 it says PayPal's policies include a clause barring the quote unquote barring the promotion of hate, violence, racial, or other forms of intolerance. Well, I'm sure you read that, and the you know typical listeners like, well, sure, you know, well, absolutely, but PayPal has not provided the details about what exactly those terms entail, and. To who, what audience, what judge and jury at PayPal's corporate headquarters are making those those decisions? And so, basically, they the this clause suffers from the same defect as all the other ones, which are prohibitions of speech. Um, in that, it is vague. It's vague, and it's left open to interpretation, which. No Anybody kidding. knows that no kidding. that's a huge issue. That's anything they want it to be. That's and right. that's exactly what Twitter did when they kicked Trump and the people and YouTube and Facebook, and they all have done it. And it's like, it's like pay, PayPal is sort of trying to play catch up here because Twitter and YouTube and the rest of them have begun to, they, they, they got so many complaints that they have relaxed Things I, I've put thing or I've seen things put on Facebook by people, and they've you know they joked about getting put in Facebook jail, and uh, then uh, you know they now they're out and that kind of thing, and I think it's harder. But the point is, I, I want to do I, I do want to just say something. Say something. Okay. It is your show. That's right. Okay. We were in Houston. Now when I'm in Houston. I don't just drive around the nice areas. We went over to uh, try to go eat at Nifa's, which the original one is on a place called Navigation Boulevard. There's actually uh, some stuff over there that's not, that is vacant real estate that's no longer being used. And there were signs all over the place that said stophoustonmurders.com. And there were other signs that said, go after all Democrat judges that put criminals back on the streets, vote them out. And there were some 
uh, signs run by Democrat judges that looked like they were very much on the defense trying to defend their credentials. So it's interesting in a city that's that big that you would think is kind of wokish. They are really coming hard after judges that put criminals back on the street. I've seen no groundswell here in Lexington about going after judges who have been lenient towards criminals, towards letting people back in the, the thing of society after a short bail. And, you know, I am uh, interested in seeing how this all plays out down in Houston because I know there's been a lot of crime there, but it is a city that typically employment stays pretty full. So crime is not quite as big there, although we were told that even where we were staying, there have been carjackings. There have been uh, – the hotel had a thing where you had to push the floor, then put your card up there, then it would tell you which elevator to get on, and when you got in, there were no buttons because it knew which floor – Your card went to. It was sending you to. And that's because people had actually had criminals come up to the rooms and people had been abducted out of their hotel rooms or robbed at gunpoint inside a hotel in their room. So what's happened is that there's enough people in Houston that are sick of this and they've organized themselves and they actually have a website, Stop HoustonMurders.com. Now, we have supposed to be trying to get somebody on the show that had a child murdered that the police here in Lexington have just dropped it. And if it's happening with this one person, it could be happening with dozens. And I don't believe that murder ever hit the news like a, a news story kind of thing. We've never like gotten, gotten the hookup. Yeah. We're trying to get it right. Yes, I've, I've got all the details on the family. Okay. We just we wanted the, the father get, is the one we was out of to town. Have. Yes. Okay. Correct. So there is a groundswell of people in places where people are trying to push back. Yeah, and, and um, it, you know, speaking out is, is supposed to. I mean, this this is a fundamental. This is a fundamental right and a and part of due process of, you know, as we've talked about this before. How do you know what's right if you don't hear an honest debate of of the you know so that you can make an informed decision Correct. and you can you can you know act accordingly. And interesting. You you might know more about this. I haven't had a, a whole lot of time to look into this, but I. I read that tenure came about in the 1940s to protect university professors so that they could speak freely and debate current thoughts and ideas. And that that was, you know, so that the incoming, the old guard, you know, but it was that 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 was the whole premise. Good idea. And, and they, they turned it into a trade union. I mean, it became 
it just became a protected class, regardless of how bad your performance is. If you have tenure, you really can't get fired from a university. Well, it, there was so all right. So that's taking. I guess there's a there's a pro and there's a con, right? As there is anything. But, yes, there is. But it just it occurred to me that you know some of the some of the uh, experts in fields that have been and seen it, you know, uh, in especially in medical profession, um, that have not been allowed to speak and speak their truth and their observations of everything that's going on. It's just, it was just, it was just, curious. I was just, I was curious. I never really thought about tenure before. What's your truth? <laughs> no, uh, I mean, tenure is it, what happens is it becomes like a trade union. It, it makes it, you know, I, I think that tenure has it's like, is like unions. It, it was a good idea initially then it began to be not such a good idea because it got used in ways that weren't really, you know, I think I've always been a salesman. I have no tenure. All of my clients could walk out tomorrow. Right. I have no job security. The market could drop to nothing. I don't have a secure source of income in that sense. I'm not protected in a university or government or even corporate type environment that prohibits me from being fired. I like that deal because and what, what do you mean when what do you're you always mean? looking at the time i mean <laughs> I just, she doesn't know where you're going it's getting a little nervous how much time you got to say what you got to yeah, say I was just, i'm just curious where you're going I, I i'm along for the ride go ahead <laughs> what i'm trying to say and, and i'm glad you brought that up is that when you are not seeking some little corner in which you can hide and you're out there and you know you're exposed, you feel more alive. Well, and I'm not going to, uh, uh, and please, I know this is going to come across funny. I am not comparing you to the queen. <laughs> but, but in, 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 a, in, in one of your, uh, was it last week? Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, you were talking about, you know, Queen Elizabeth and you were, we were discussing the, you know, her, um, that it was, it was the end of an era. Right. Right. Um, and I think that, um, I, I actually was thinking about that show because, um, uh, we had a, we had one of your clients called in who wanted to, um, you know, wanted to share it with some family members. Um, and so I was having to direct that them show, to, uh, that particular show. Right. And, I thought if that's, you know, that's interesting because, um, you know, I don't know this gentleman really well, but I kind of know how he thinks. And I think, uh, you know, for many of us and for myself, and I think you as well, psychologically, uh, Queen Elizabeth, and I think this is why maybe I'm just guessing why she meant a lot to you, was that, you know, she stood for things that were very unfashionable. It was, you know, humility, uh, unfashionable today, unpopular right now, which is humility, dutifulness discretion, um, everything that is kind of anti-narcissistic like that's going on right now. Well, I didn't, I thought you're going to take that in the wrong way, but, but you are kind of an old fashioned, you know, you say what you mean, mean what you say. Um, you know, you are, you are dutiful, um, in that, you know, you care deeply about, you know, about the clients that we are the <laughs> champions. <laughs> Oh dear Lord! Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, people like that. 
have always captured my imagination, you know, I don't know why. It, it, I do understand a little bit of the loneliness. You know, it, it, there is a there is a certain amount of loneliness that goes with the position, and uh, you know, with I, I mean, think we've with, all felt with leadership that. with leadership positions, there is it, it, loneliness it, it and decisions. It hurts. It hurts. I mean, it, it's it's very painful sometimes. But, you know, it's a pain that I've learned to live with, and I don't really it, – it, it will wear you down after a while. But Well, you're just willing to talk about some of the things that are not popular topics, and I know that you're not suggesting, you know, that you are the end-all or, you know, right or wrong. But, again, if you can't have an honest discussion and a debate Let me and say ask this. questions – It has cost me dear relationships as close as family – and I'll just leave it at that. But it, it has uh, my uh, way of um, thinking is antithetical to certain other people that are very close to me. Uh, and, you know, they have exacted their own forms of revenge on me for saying and doing the things that I do. And so it has not come without a cost. I'll put it that way. Well, I, it's just, um, you know, you know, I, and it's funny because, um, you know, the, some people, you know, you, and that's a fact. Okay. Well, uh, what I was going to say is, and I, I, I can't, can't even imagine, uh, you know, your situation on a personal level, but I, I realized that being, having conservative. You know me pretty well on a con yeah. personal, I mean, we're friends and right. we're not, we don't just work together. You know a lot of what I've been through. I know things you've been through. I mean, it's not any big secret. And I'm not complaining. I'm simply saying this is kind of what comes with the thing. What happens a lot of times is when you get in a really light, lit, lit up environment, everybody's true character comes out. Sure. You know, you start sure. seeing you know, kind of who, what they're, what they are and who they are. Well, I think people would, would probably generally think that you both, both you and I, I can only speak for myself is, is fairly conservative. And, um, but it's you funny because I'm, me. I'm not, I'm not riding that Trump train. Um, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it, it can go off the cliff. It is not my, it's not, listen, I was I didn't a conservative. Make a hero out of a, well, listen, I was a conservative a long time before Trump was ever on the scene, but I am going to say one thing. And it has nothing to do with politics. Mm -hmm. Look at October 19th, 1987. It was called Black Monday. It was the day that the Dow Jones Industrial Average went down 500 and something points. But back then, the Dow was a lot smaller. And that was a 22% drop in one day. Day. You know who came out the next day saying America is going to be okay? Donald, Donald Trump, Trump yeah. in his 40s. Now think about that a minute. It wasn't Warren Buffett. It wasn't uh, the, whoever the president was. in. It might have been Reagan. wasn't the head of some big brokerage firm. It wasn't the head of a bank. It wasn't the richest guy in the country. It was little Donald Trump, who, you know what he was trying to do? Ronald Reagan was president in 1987. He was trying 
to buy American Airlines and merge it with his Trump Airlines. You want to say the guy's full of it? Always thinking about the art of the deal. I don't believe that totally. I believe it's that he has leadership. All right, then let's leave that right there. I don't care what. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton. We'll be back in just a few minutes with our financial guys. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Pick it, Jerry. (laughs) 